This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues Podcast. Here's your daily industry news briefing for February 20th. Medicare Advantage audits are unequivocally not cuts in funding. That's according to HHS on February 17th. The agency responded to claims from insurers that newly proposed auditing standards and changes to risk adjustment payments equate to a cut in funding for Medicare Advantage plans. Recouping overpayments to those plans will not lead to reduced premiums or benefits for beneficiaries, the federal agency said. Industry groups have also decried a slate of potential risk adjustment and star ratings changes proposed by CMS earlier this month. Industry groups have said the proposal amounts to a 2.3% cut in funds for the program, while CMS maintains the proposal will lead to a small 1.03% revenue bump for MA plans. A study commissioned by the Better Medicare Alliance, a pro-Medicare Advantage group funded by insurers, found that the proposed changes could reduce funding for beneficiaries by $540 a year. HHS Secretary Xavier Becerra said in a tweet February 27, on February 17th that any claim that this administration is cutting Medicare is categorically false. Leave it to deep-pocketed insurance companies and industry front groups to characterize this year's proposed increase in Medicare Advantage payments as a pay cut. While there's big demographic shifts occurring among America's new corporate CEOs, they're getting younger and there's more women overall. According to a February 15th analysis from Bloomberg, that big shift began in 2022 when the average age of a new CEO declined to 54 and 30% of new leaders at S&P 500 companies were under 50. That compares to 2021 when the average incoming CEO age peaked at 56 years and only 12% of the top roles went to individuals under 50. Last year, 7 out of 56 new CEOs were women. That's compared to 3 out of 48 in 2021. Bloomberg also reported that CFO to CEO transitions make up 16% of all C-suite transitions in 2022. That's up from 4% in 2020. Women CFOs hit a record high last year, indicating that there's more potential growth on the way for women CEOs in the years to come. Perhaps the most prominent example of this trend is Centene CEO Sarah London, who took the top role last year at age 42. Other women leading some of the nation's largest payers include Elevance Health CEO Gail Boudreaux and CVS Health CEO Karen Lynch. Other women that were appointed to lead health insurance companies last year include Blue Cross Blue Shield of Massachusetts, Friday Health Plans, Meridian of Michigan, a Centene managed care subsidiary, Hometown Health, the insurance arm of Reno, Nevada-based Renown Health, Molina Healthcare of New Mexico, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Oklahoma, Anthem Blue Cross Blue Shield in New Hampshire, Colorado Access, the state's largest Medicaid plan, and Covered California, the state's ACA marketplace. And our next story is that Anthem Blue Cross Blue Shield in Colorado, Indiana, and Missouri, and Nevada, they're rolling out more virtual primary care to members. Eligible commercial members will gain access to a virtual care team that conducts an initial health screening, creates a personalized care plan, and then provides care services. The virtual care services will take place through Anthem's app called Sydney Health. That app offers 24-7 medical text chat, preventive wellness visits, support services, including new prescriptions and refills, and in-network referrals. Virtual primary care is now available to eligible individuals enrolled in Anthem's fully insured plans and certain large group administrative services clients. If you'd like the latest payer and healthcare industry news delivered to your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website at beckerspayer.com.